Hello, and welcome to Dinner at Yiffney's with your host, Jacob Ironhoof. Before we begin, I just want to remind everyone that we have our own Patreon. With tiers starting as low as $1 per month, you can show even more appreciation. Every member, no matter which tier you choose, will receive their own badge on the Dinner at Yiffney's website and a personal call-out at the end of each episode. Starting at the $5 tier, you will receive an exclusive Dinner at Yiffney sticker, and at our top tier, you will receive an even more exclusive t-shirt. All proceeds will be going towards paying for the podcast expenses, including paying voice actors and authors for their contributions. And if we have anything left over at the end of the year, Patreon members will get to decide which charity the remaining funds go to. On tonight's episode, a wolf has a chance encounter with a stunning silver fox. Through playful persistence and even a few of his friends trying to steal his quarry, the wolf is finally able to end the chase. Keep Walking by Dirt Coyote Keep walking. Icy words set Adrian's jaw slack, caught somewhere between complete astonishment and curious amusement. The platinum fox standing across from him swiveled the drink he was just handed, sniffing it cautiously. Casually, he leaned up against the counter of the bar and took a sip, nodding his head in approval. When he raised his muzzle again and noticed the wolf still standing in front of him, he cleared his throat and flicked his ears to the side, as if pointing where he could go. Adrian chuckled, shaking his head slightly before leaning into the fox. You know, it's considered rude to take a drink from someone without at least giving them your name. He took a sip of his own cocktail and waited for a response. The black fur on the vulpine's silver muzzle stretched with his devious smile. Oh? Are you calling me rude? Though the fox's seductive baritone held the slightest bit of curiosity behind his words... It also hinted agitation, but the wolf wasn't sure if it was specifically for him or if the constant stream of suitors had become irritating. New blood beckoned the flocks of handsome, horny men eager to have a taste. Adrian wasn't one of the handsome ones, out in his dirty duster and work jeans, but he certainly was horny enough to throw his hat in the ring with the rest of the boys. I can tell you're so much more than just rude he said, moving a bit closer to the fox so he didn't have to compete with the noise of the crowded bar. You're sharp-dressed, you're sexy, you're mysterious. Why not give me a chance to unravel you in all the ways I know how? Do you want me to give you back the drink? His question was flat, and he sipped dismissively before continuing. Because I won't. You see, it was a gift, and returning it would be poor manners. Snickering, Adrian licked over his fangs. All night he'd been studying the fox, watching guys get turned down left and right. When he saw an ermine and a pink ascot get shot down, he knew he didn't stand a chance. Adrian had been with that ermine in the past, Avi or something, and he knew that the mustelid could make all sorts of promises with no intentions to live up to every single one of them. Still, didn't cost him anything but a drink to try. What if I take a guess? You look like an Ethan type, or maybe a Justin. You Platinums are from up north, right? So maybe you're embarrassed because it's something like Igor or Olaf. Am I getting close? The Platinum Fox's brow furrowed, but his tail's soft flip exposed some playfulness. You're thinking of Arctic Foxes. I'm from the Midwest, he said with disdain in his words. 
So you tell me where you came from, but you won't give me your name. Adrian's eyebrows flicked up and down, his lupine grin wide in victory. The fox, however, kept his lips sealed, visibly annoyed with the wolf's antics. He hadn't moved, but his ears flicked again, and this time his muzzle went along with it. Hey, come on, don't be like that. Here, sugar, how about I give you a mine first? Adrian, pleasure's all mine. You know, I could just lie to you. What if I told you my name was Sven, and you just offended my Viking heritage? Then I'd tell you that I think you're the prettiest Sven I've ever met, and that I'd make up for besmirching your good name, possibly by letting me take you back to my place. Adrian offered his paw out to take, but it was batted away almost immediately. I don't think the cardboard box you crawled out of can hold both of us, the Platinum stated, and Adrian could swear he was forcing down a smile. The wolf clicked his tongue a couple of times before running it over his fang. No, 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 I swear. We can both fit inside if we huddle close, he said, following it with a wink. You're just not going to give up, are you? the fox said before turning his entire body away from the wolf. He rolled against the counter to his other side, looking out to the rest of the bar. Adrian stood rebuffed, his ears folding back in defeat. He was about ready to turn tail when he noticed the slightest twitch of the fox's ears, searching for the wolf's presence as slyly as possible. Feeling a bit brave, Adrian stepped to snuff the newly formed gap between them and leaned his muzzle into the back of the platinum fox's neck. Tupaleja brilla como las estrellas en la noche, he whispered, finishing his words by softly blowing against the nape of the fox's neck. His silver fur bristled, and he let out a soft murmur. But with a swish of a tail, he swatted the wolf behind him. No hablo espanol. The fox chimed flatly without turning back. If I tell you my name, the fox started with a huff, turning around and finishing the drink in his paw. He slapped the glass down on the bar and pulled off enough to look like he was about to leave. Do you promise to leave me alone for the rest of the evening? Adrian mulled over the question, finishing his drink as well and placing it right next to the other. Scents in the bar were too thick to get a good read on the fox. Traces of arousal and annoyance fragranced the air between them. A twisted ear said, leave me alone, while the curved smile on the other side of his cheek teased duplicity. Everything about the fox tore him in every which direction, and he was all too excited to follow those trails. I'm pretty good at making promises, but I'm also a pro at breaking them, too, Adrian said with laughter in his voice. Well, if that's the case, then my name is Take a Hike, the platinum fox said before spinning around. Ears going red and muzzles feeling flushed, the wolf immediately felt bad for his words. Not letting himself get shot down quite like this, he wrapped around the other boy and dropped to his knees. In the platinum fox's path, he spread his arms and tucked his tail for all the bar to see. Please, please, I'm sorry. Your name is Take a Hike? Is, is that short for anything else, maybe? On the floor... His ears were folded back, and an apologetic smile wavered on his face. Even angry, the fox couldn't help but snicker at the performance. Adrian remained on the ground until his mysterious lover couldn't bear the pathetic sight and slapped him on the shoulder. Get up. You're embarrassing me now. 
With paws clasped, he helped him back to his feet before pulling Adrian in and whispering, The name's Evan. And at that, the platinum fox brushed past without another word. His vulpine scent dared Adrian to follow, lingering like the warmth still clinging to the heat in his palm. Everything about him remained as the wolf tried pressing further into the night. Scantly dressed deer and leather-strapped cats couldn't hold his attention longer than it took him to zip up his jacket and duck out of the bar alone. Adrian leaned in and repeated himself, You're not listening. He was absolutely stunning. For serious, Troy, he took my breath away. The hair in a blue leotard across from the register rolled his eyes. You say that about everyone. You know I've got work to do. Adrian looked over the bookstore behind him. Zombie-faced patrons mulled about the shop, quietly browsing the shelves in eerie slumped movements. Another attendant stacked flashy red bestsellers on tables with both ears covered in headphones. In a corner sat a jackal and a leopard on antique cushioned armchairs. Both men paw and paw as they read separate books together. Adrian turned to the hare with eyebrows furrowed and a playful grin. All right, all right, there's not a lot to do, but my point still stands. You think everyone is stunning. Heck, you said that about me when we first met. Still do. I miss our little get-togethers. You can really squeal when I start to... I'm with Chet now, Troy interrupted with a huff. You've had your fun. Adrian brought a paw to his muzzle, twisting his whiskers around. Hey, I didn't say he couldn't come. For all you know, I'm using you to get to him. Wanna see if he squirms like you and I? Not a chance, buddy. We are all happy with our own company. We are happy with our own company. Your loss, the wolf snickered, shrugging his shoulders. Wouldn't matter anyways. I can't keep him out of my mind. I'll go celibate if I can't get a night with him. Oh, really? Troy started, his gaze looking past the wolf and out towards the front. Tell me that fox walking in right now couldn't break your celibacy. Adrian's heart stopped and his gut twisted. A prayer recanted in his mind and he slowly turned to see the newcomer. God must be true not to just have answered Adrian's plea, but to have made and guided such a beautiful creature to this very bookstore at this exact moment. Though the platinum fox's muzzle was facing downward, scanning the book covers laid out on the tables he passed, it was certainly Evan. Oh, that's him, Adrian muttered. Evan's burgundy scarf dripped out of his neck, hanging inches above the books he studied. The coal-black blazer he wore accented his salt-and-pepper fur perfectly, keeping him as sharp as when Adrian first saw him. He seemed to be browsing idly, nothing quite grasping his attention. His steps were soft and deliberate, almost as if he was walking on clouds. At least, to Adrian. The hare whistled and leaned over the counter to whisper, You're kidding! You weren't fucking around, he's fucking dazzling! See? I'm not always full of shit. I'm going over there, Adrian said, making to move, but a paw on his shoulder kept him still. Hey, now, he's still the customer. For as often as you stick around, you don't actually work here. Troy looked ready to practically scramble over the counter. I'm going to go over and help him find something he might like. He finished his thought by clicking his tongue against his cheek. Adrian's paw on the hare's chest stopped him from actually trying to leap over the register, keeping him in his spot. Hey now, what was that whole thing about being with Chet? I think you've got your paws full already with all that busy work you were mentioning. 
Adrian gave a wink and straightened his collar, already turning to the Platinum Fox before finishing. I might not work here, but I have no problems assisting some of your cuter patrons. Troy was left behind the counter, watching and grumbling as Adrian approached the fox from behind to see which book he had been studying. It was on the table of new romance novels, two bare-chested wolves holding on to one another, staring out daringly, under the words, Lust at Midnight. I wouldn't recommend it, Adrian said in a low, seductive growl. That cover is as spicy as it gets. The whole thing doesn't really scratch that itch that you might be looking for. You don't know what itch I need scratching, Evan replied, not seeming to be surprised. He just kept staring at the books, thumbing over them lazily. Must have seen Adrian at the corner of his eye and pretended not to notice. Coy Fox. Why don't you tell me? If it's some saucy wolves you're looking for, I'd recommend two things. Into the Pack by Kendrick, or just passing me your number. Hmm. What was your name again? Olaf or something? Evan said as he turned around, his hazel eyes squaring the wolf up and down, as if they hadn't just met last night. <laughs> Cute. Adrian. Don't think I forgot yours. My most majestic Evan. He said, taking the fox's paw and lifting it up to his muzzle to plant a kiss. The platinum fox slowly retreated his paw backwards after the peck, his muzzle mixed in bewildered amusement. You're a funny guy. Isn't there a coloring book section that short one goofy wolf? No, I already filled out all the good ones, and I don't have my crayons on me. Besides, I'm much more interested in romances these days. Evan grabbed hold of one of the books, picking it up and waggling it towards the wolf. I don't think I'd call any of these romances, not when the main goal is sticking the pages together with your spunk. In a smooth motion, Adrian stepped towards the fox and grabbed the book from his paws. He turned it over, looking down at the title before raising his brow back up. Oh, my salt and pepper, Vulpine, it's more than just the climax. It's the chase, the longing, the pining, the grand gestures, and the silly antics we do for the boys we want. With that, he set the book back down and tossed a hopeful smile his way. That got a snirk from the fox, and he rolled his eyes and mocked the wolf. <laughs> you look like the sappy type, head in the clouds, dreaming of boys all day. Not all boys, Adrian said with his paws up defensively. I've got one in mind, and I want to know what his type is. You make fun, but I suspect you're into love stories, too. Don't really seem as the type that reads books on submarines. Murder mystery, actually, Evan replied with his paw on his hips. He squared up the fox, standing straight to size him up. Never know when I might need some inspiration to dispose of any pesky stalkers. Oh, my fox has a bit of a twisted side to him, Adrian said, unfazed. Shaking his head, though, he dismissed the fox's concern. I'm not following you, I swear. I just happened to be here when you showed up. Do you come here often? Evan asked, a smile riding up the side of his muzzle. If so, I might take up movies instead. If it's movies they're after, I've got all the streaming services and a couch that comfortably fits, too. Very comfortably. Adrian finished his sentence slow, whiskers twitching over his cocky grin. He leaned over the table with his arm resting on the books. 
His tail flicked against the wood in a steady rhythm of fast, excited beats. Is that so? The platinum fox took a step to the fox, his muzzle almost underneath him. Adrian's heart was racing. Sweat beat off his brow. Evan's scent clouded his mind, and just as he thought the fox might kiss him, instead, he felt a paw to his chest. I think I'll pass. The slightest shove sent the wolf backwards enough to knock him off balance. Books his arm was resting on came tumbling off the table and piling up clumsily on the floor. Trying to steady himself sent a few more to the ground and every set of eyes was on him. Looking around, Adrian apologized in every which direction and when he turned back to Evan, he was already walking toward the door. Wait! Sorry, Wolfie, but looks like you got your paws full already. Evan left with that, not even looking at him. Adrian tried to leave the pile, but a cough from Troy and a stiff ahem kept him in his spot. He turned back towards the hare, muttering that he'd take care of it before waving towards the rest of the shop that everything was fine. His ears caught the chime of the front bell, and he watched as his fox walked right out where he came. Grumbling, Adrian got down on all fours, stacking the pile of books on the ground. Sour from the attention, he cursed his predicament. From the corner of his eye, underneath the table and out the panes of glass that made up the front, a figure stood just outside the store. There, he caught the silver and black tail flicking back and forth, facing his direction. By the time he lifted himself over the table to see, Evan was gone. Vincent placed freshly new towels on the rack as he listened to Adrian go on and on. He rolled his eyes and kept nodding head up and down absentmindedly. The wolf was down to just a towel as he leaned against a locker. When Adrian noticed the kangaroo was not quite paying attention, he huffed loudly. Come on, I'm serious, he's the one! Vincent laughed at that and turned away from the towels. Boy, haven't you said that before? Never! Nose in the air, he thought for a second before continuing. Okay, maybe once or twice, but they turned out to be duds. Come on, just indulge me for at least a second. He's got a razor-sharp wit. He's absolutely stunning. Heck, he even likes the same books I do. He's perfect for me. Rolling his eyes, the kangaroo went back to the towels. Sounds perfect. Only one problem. Hey, don't, don't you say it. He's not into you. Clapping a paw against his forehead, Adrian gritted his teeth and shook his muzzle back and forth. I said, don't say it. He's just playing hard to get. I know it. That got Vincent to spin back around with a scowl in his muzzle. You know the rules around here. If someone says no, you better back off. The wolf raised his paws up. Of course, of course. All I'm saying is... Footsteps coming from the locker room's entrance turned the wolf's head around to catch the newcomer. Before he could fully turn his attention to Vincent again, he did a double take backwards. Adrian rubbed his eyes, not sure if he could truly believe the sight of Evan pulling off his shirt right in front of him. He truly was blessed. Before he could say anything, the platinum fox was out of his pants and pulling down his underwear. He hiked each of his knees to his stomach, taking off his yellow briefs one leg at a time. There was not a hint of bashfulness as he stood completely nude in front of the two onlookers. When he stuffed his clothes into the locker, he turned to them and spread his arms out and said, Well, enjoying the show? 
Vincent snapped out of the snare, shaking himself to attention and grabbing a towel off the rack. He walked over and handed it to him. Adrian heard the sound of something caught in the kangaroo's throat, some cheesy line dangling at the tip of his tongue. The fox just snatched the towel from him and walked down the hall. Oi, was that? Yep, Adrian said, still stuck in place. You think he's single? Adrian turned to him and shoved his elbow into the kangaroo's rib. He bellowed and made to swing back, but Adrian was already following the fox. There was a step made towards him, but he didn't follow. Instead, Vincent just threatened, Remember what I said! Though he heard him, he kept on forward a few yards behind Evan. The fox knew he was being tailed, but made no glances backwards. He just stepped along smoothly, tail flicking back and forth in a gentle sway. It felt like a game to Adrian. One, he was always behind, but catching up quickly. In the air was the hot, spicy scent of sweat and lust. He could hear sex in the sun as he walked by. Horses whinnied loudly, lions and tigers roared, dogs howled, and coyotes cried out an orgasmic tension all around him. His cock stirred in his sheath, knowing he could turn about any corner and fulfill his needs. But he wanted that fox, and wasn't going to settle for anything less. Evan turned into a room, stepping inside with the soft patter of his claws on the linoleum. Adrian didn't stop, pushing past the door to see the fox alone in the room. White tiles lined the walls matching the slabs underneath their feet. He was laid back against a wooden bench, towel open and legs spread. His head was arched back and eyes closed, letting the steam from the pit sap into his fur. Adrian sat on the same bench a good foot away from him. Opening his towel similarly, he spread his legs and got into the same position. They sat quiet, and he couldn't help but think this felt good. The humid air relaxed into his lungs, lulling him into a calm. His shoulders unwound, and he thought for a second he could just lay there in silence, enjoying each other without words. Only a second. You believe in destiny, my pretty little thing? Adrian asked, not turning. There was a pause long enough to make him want to repeat himself, but Evan eventually spoke. Destiny? Not so much. Ask me about fairies and ghosts, though. I'm pretty big into those. Adrian snickered at that, scooching an inch closer towards the fox. Fairies I know little about, but ghosts, eh, like angels. I think I'm looking at one right now. A sharp, high-pitched bark of a laugh let out so loud from Evan that it made the wolf jump in fright. He covered his muzzle, turning to face Adrian with a sly grin. In what world did you think that was going to work? He inched a bit closer. It got a laugh. I think it's beautiful, and I want to hear it more. Then you probably shouldn't have dropped out of clown school so early, Evan said, but didn't move away from that encroaching wolf. How'd you know I took classes? Adrian started with a chuckle and a rub to the back of his head. Is it cause I'm such a fool for you? Evan's smile hung just below his furrowed brow. His little white dishes swiveled on his head as he thought of a response. But instead, he just rolled his head back again and let out a sigh. The silence hung, and Adrian wanted so bad to reach out and touch him. It was eating at him, grating him until he said, You know, if you'd prefer, 
You can just tell me to leave, and I'll never bother you again. Okay. The wolf's heart froze in his chest. A lump hung in his throat uncomfortably. His ears folded back, and he bit his lip in shame. I guess I really misread this situation, he said, turning his head away. Adrian put his paws on the bench, ready to lift himself up before saying, I'm sorry if I made you feel uncom. A paw wrapped around his wrist, pulling him in. He was caught off guard as lips pressed against his own, forcing him into a tight kiss. Adrian gasped, taking in the fox's tongue. Evan reached his paw up, cupping the wolf's chin and turning it until their muzzles locked. He held him by the scruff of his chest, not letting him move until they both needed to come up for air. Adrian's eyes spun in his head, stupid smile pasted to his face. His mind spun for another second until he could piece together what had just happened. I, I thought you said, I just wanted to see if I could get you to shut up for even a minute. Guess that didn't work, Evan said with a shrug of his shoulders. I can think of one more thing that might get me to... Again, he was pulled into another kiss, but this time he was ready. He let Evan grab hold of the fur around his collarbone, pulling on it hard. He reached up and grabbed hold of the fox's wrist, gripping them tightly and digging his claws into him. It elicited a weak moan, his grasp lessening the tighter he held onto his bony arms until finally he was forced to let go. Just as he did, Adrian pulled his arms back until he pinned him against the sauna's walls. There, he took charge, jabbing his tongue deep into the vulpine muzzle while taking large inhales of his scent. It was clear the fox was enjoying this as much as he was. Evan's whimpers and moans were loud inside of the wolf's maw. Both sucked in air loud when the kiss was broken. Adrian was quick to bring his teeth down on Evan's neck, biting him and sucking on his fur and skin. The fox's claws dug deep into the back of his paws as his whole body twisted on the wooden bench. His own feet slipped on the wet, tiled floors, trying to catch his footing. When he stopped skidding around, he let go of Evan's wrist and grabbed onto the bench. He hoisted himself onto the fox's lap, cocks lining up against one another. Adrian was a few inches bigger, his lupine shaft dripping pretty freely. It ran down his length, puddling on the other's tip and mixing with his own. Evan reached down with his paws, wrapping around both and giving one long, hard pump. It got a gasp of pleasure from Adrian, forcing him to buck his hips into the pads of his fingertips. His claws bared and scratched on the back of the bench, sliding perfectly into the past grooves left by former patrons. Spit dribbled onto Evan's open maw. The wolf's tongue dangling about haphazardly. He stroked the two of them up and down steadily. The two of them panted and whimpered, their cries bouncing off the walls and echoes that rattled in the wolf's ears. He rolled his hips back and forth, feeling a release coming too quickly. With some effort, he yanked himself back enough to slip from the fox's grasp. <laughs> you want me to give you some face paint, or you want to have some real fun? Adrian asked, his breath short. Evan just got off the bench, getting to his knees and forcing the wolf back a step. The warm air of the pit behind him rushed steam along the underside of his tail. He couldn't get far enough, though, as his dick was grabbed right at the root, pulling him in until his cock was right next to the slender vulpine muzzle. 
I'm all about seeing what real fun you're talking about. But first... Evan trailed off, letting his tongue slide out of his muzzle before giving a quick lick at the head of Adrian's shaft. It sent shivers up his spine, fur bushing where the sensations traveled. A shuddering exhale released from his throat, and sharp little inhales flared his nostrils. Another lick followed shortly after before he began kissing and suckling at his cock's head. Adrian's head went back, moaning out in a wolfish howl. The steamy air carried his sounds of pleasure outside of the sauna to join with the rest out in the hall. Over it, he could hear men's claws clicking down the hall, only to stop by their door. Muffled, lusty mutters breached through the door, enjoying the spectacle through the wolf's moans alone. He would welcome them inside, just so they could get a good look. Adrian reached down, grabbing the fox's ears and guiding him around his cock. He scratched slow circle scritches into his skull, telling him exactly how well of a job he was doing. Evan just let out long, loving moans around his cock before taking it in. The warm, wet muzzle wrapped around his length, lips tightly sealing around up to his knot. His tongue swirled in laps, circling around his shaft, a sign that he was rather experienced. Adrian's toes curled on the floor, tail beating back and forth like a kit's. Through his shallow breaths, he tried to say something, but could only let out a moan when his entire cock disappeared into his mouth. Not an all fit right into his muzzle, tip hilting against the back of his throat. Oh, fuck, he muttered out, looking down to see Evan's pretty eyes staring up at him. He held it in for a second, tongue still spiraling effortlessly around his full shaft while he pulled his entire head back. His cock revealed itself in inches until it was just the head dangling inside of Evan's open maw. Until it was just the head dangling inside of Evan's open maw. Pre dripped openly onto his tongue, leaving a small puddle right in the center for him to see. If he had any less control, he would have pulled him back in and finished right inside his gut. Evan took the lead, though, letting the cock fall from his mouth. Spit splat against the tiled floor underneath him, the fox rubbing the back of his arm against his chin. He stood, taking Adrian's paw into his own and spinning the wolf around. He landed back on the bench harshly, ass and base of his tail sore from the rough landing. He opened his mouth to complain, but Evan was already moving. The lithe fox crawled up onto him, arms wrapped around his shoulders and neck. He climbed up onto the bench, hanging there a second. Adrian quickly cupped his hips, careful not to let him fall. Evan was just smiling at him, bright and lusty as he lowered himself slowly towards the wolf's cock. Evan's breath was hot and distinct from the sauna's sterile, humid air. It washed over him, forcing him to take it all in as they stared at each other. His ass dipped and dipped, angling carefully over the wolf's crotch. Soon, his dick was lining up against his crack, prodding up gently against his tight opening. Words came flashing into Adrian's mind, something witty to ask him if he could take it. They just seemed dumb, and so he let in with a kiss. Their muzzles locked again, capturing each other's moans as his spit-covered dick penetrated the fox's hole. 
His sphincter spread easily for him, granting him entrance as he pushed himself the final bit down. It enveloped his cock, taking him in just until he hilted on top of the bulb knot. From there, the vulpine lifted himself off, ass dragging up his shaft until it was almost out. Then he pushed back down until he was right where he started. Adrian helped him, guiding him along with his paws as they scooped under his rear. Each time he went down, he felt more of his knot steadily slipping in. The wooden bench creaked and whined underneath the steady pounding of Evan's ass on his cock. Oh, Evan, the wolf whimpered weakly, feeling his orgasm fast approaching. Don't stop, was all the response he got. The fox's cock bobbed up and down against his belly, sticky streams of prey jutting forth and covering his belly and chest. Adrian could tell he was close too, needing just a little bit more to send him off. He wanted badly to grab him and take him all the way, but he couldn't while supporting Evan. And then, he didn't have to. The fox huffed, speed intensifying with every pounding of his ass. His breathing and pants were loud enough that he was sure everyone down the halls could hear. Adrian wasn't much quieter, howling up a storm as their fucking became rough. All at once, Evan slammed himself down until the knot burst past his ring with an audible pop. Adrian's eyes went cross, deep past the point of no return. Seed came pouring out of his tip, filling his rectum quick and fast. With the fox snug on his lap, he reached one paw around to hold him close. His other paw grabbed a hold of Evan's shaft tightly, squeezing just above his small bulb. The wolf humped back and forth, not inside keeping him from moving far. Just over the rhythmic echoing of their sex was their moans and howls of pleasure. At once, they climaxed. Evan's load shot out hard enough to send a splat right against the wolf's chest and muzzle. Seed ran down his steam-saturated fur in rolling white pearls. Cum dribbled out of the fox's stretched hole, sloppily coating over Adrian's crotch and balls. Ropes hung off Adrian's neck and chin, dripping down on both of them equally. Sticky strings zigzagged like vines, clinging to their matted fur. Adrian was first to fall to the exhaustion sweeping over him. His head flung back, thumping on the wall behind him carelessly. Evan came down slow, muscles unwinding until he went limp into the wolf's body. He rested his chin flat on his shoulder, chest going up and down hard against Adrian's. The thrumming of their hearts beat together fast. A click of someone's foot claw against the tiled floor rang hard enough to snap Adrian to attention. He looked towards the sound, only now noticing the spectators standing around them. A lion. A tiger, a zebra, a border collie, two pine martens, and one very large bull had circled them in a crescent. They stood almost shoulder to shoulder, packing the small sauna almost from one side to the other. Some were actively stroking themselves, some each other, but all rock hard staring at the duo. All eyes staring at the fox, hungrily awaiting their own turn. The zebra's cock slapped hard against his belly, long and thick enough to clap an echo out into the sauna. Evan didn't react, still huddled tightly to Adrian. He wasn't sure if the fox didn't know what was going on or pretending not to notice any of them. 
A smile curved up the wolf's long, lupine muzzle, eyes glaring out one thing as he scanned the room. Keep walking. He's mine. And with that, we come to the end of Keep Walking by Dirt Coyote, who also started us off this season with his story, Stop Fucking My Boyfriend. I'd also like to give a shout out to the members of our Patreon. In the top tier, we have Chestnut Luna, Dimbles, Fowler, and Wolflord. Being in the top tier, you have no idea how big it is for me and the podcast. It's truly humbling to have the support of amazing folks such as yourselves. The support you all have given is beyond what I had ever imagined. From the bottom of my heart, I thank each and every one of you. For our other patrons, Agador, Dream Merchant, Glared, Wasson, and Wolfie Wetfur, you guys are amazing as well. Each of you have been and continue to be instrumental to our success, and I'm proud to say that I know each of you. And finally, everyone who has listened to any of our episodes, thank you. Each and every time someone listens to our work, it really does mean the most to myself, the authors of these stories, and the voice actors that bring the characters to life. We hope to do this for a long time and continue bringing you furry erotica from all over the furry fandom. We sincerely hope you've enjoyed tonight's tale. Good night, and come again. <laughs>